welcome to the Feels Good to Feel Good podcast. This is a place where we help women transform their body, mind, and spirit while living a life that feels good. I am your host, Courtney, a holistic women's health and wellness specialist, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living a life that feels good from the inside out. Hello, all you beautiful humans, you beautiful souls. I appreciate all of you so much. I hope you're all having an amazing day. You had an amazing, you're going to have an amazing day or you had one, whether you're listening to this in the morning or you're listening to it at night. I am so excited to be doing this particular podcast episode with you all. Today, we're going to talk all about cycle syncing. Now, this is something that is really, really trending right now in the online wellness space. You see it time after time where influencers, coaches, everywhere on Instagram, Pinterest is sync your cycle with your life. And you know what? I am pro that. I am pro that, but I have some bits and pieces along with it that I agree with and I don't agree with, but in the end of the day, it's going to come back to do what is best for you, feels good for you, and has you really utilizing your body and cycle as your power tool to get better results, show up with more energy. Uh, put aside the guilt and shame and overall like be more authentically you another thing that is really big that i'm seeing in the online space lately maybe it's just the things that i consume (laughs) and teach my clients but is feminine embodiment and really tapping into your feminine um energy and embracing that so personally i truly believe that one of the most feminine things that you can do to tap into your feminine is to truly connect to your cycle. Your cycle really makes up you as a woman. We were brought on this earth to like when we were bleeding out of, you know, our, I want to say hoo-hahs, but, (laughs) but out of, our vaginas and that is completely normal and it's time that we stop shaming those things and thinking that our periods need to be this week of hell but instead take it as like this sacred time for you to replenish replenish and rejuvenate yourself and this is really like your cycle is such a beautiful beautiful thing and when you can regulate your cycle and have proper balanced hormonal fluctuations throughout it you are going to show up so much better you're gonna have so much more energy and you're just gonna feel so much more in tune with your body which therefore is gonna have you feeling like your most feminine self which is truly so amazing so really what is cycle syncing and how can we start to put it into action in our lives? So cycle syncing is a woman's body that really goes through seasons of change with each cycle. So personally, when I think of the cycles, your cycle is four phases. So most of the time when we're taught, we think that our cycle is just our period, but we actually have four 
phases in that cycle and your menstrual, your period, your menstrual phase is just one of them. So I like to think of them as seasons because really, they really do go with the seasons and with the right foods, fitness, lifestyle strategies, you can really support these hormonal shifts, replenish lost nutrients throughout all these phases and really detoxify the body, which is going to therefore end result in you feeling better, really being able to show up your best and plan your life around it and know when to push it and know when to not push it. So yes, it is, it is so much fun when you get to learn that you get to learn yourself more and your body. Like personally, any of my friends or anybody who's following me on social media knows that I name my luteal phase court with a K instead of with a C because it's a little bit more dramatic. She is a little bit more moody and we just feeling it. Okay. So you can definitely have so much fun with these kinds of things, but we're going to break it down in this episode. And in my program, in my one-on-one program, I, it is called the feeling good feminine embodiment program because one of my main goals that I'm just so passionate about and I love so much is just helping women live a life that feels good. As you all know, you are listening to the feels good to feel good podcast, but how can I do that in a way that has you tapping into your feminine, getting to know your body and becoming so self-aware to who you really are while living this life that just feels so good. So I have named my one-on-one program, the Feeling Good Feminine Embodiment Program, because we take you through four phases. And by the end of it, I would have taught you all about your body, your nutrition, your gut health, your liver health, your hormones, regulated your cycle, and really synced your cycle with your life. So you can utilize you as your power tool to overcome anything. Well, throughout all of that, doing things that actually feel good for you. So um, we cover a lot of this in the Feeling Good Feminine Embodiment program. When you get to about phase three in the program, the first two phases is all about like planting the seed and really growing and getting consistent and getting to know your body. And in those phases, those are typically when we really be working on, um, say you're struggling with a gut imbalance or you're struggling with Um, a hormonal imbalance. That's really when we would be focusing more so on those and getting consistent and healing and balancing through that. But we're not here to talk about the program. We're here to talk about cycle syncing. So the woman's body is seriously so magical. I think it is so cool because it's constantly changing due to our hormones. We have so many hormonal fluctuations and with each day, our hormonal structure is shifting. So really what's going to be considered balanced one week looks completely different the next week, which I think is so cool. We're not like men where it's a nine to five kind of thing. We are with the moon. They are with the sun, which like, come on, that's pretty freaking cool, right? So with men is their hormonal pattern really resets every single day. They're with the sun, so they get their uh, spike of testosterone every single morning. But as women, we do not get that. We are going on a 30-day cycle. So that's why it makes sense to really pair these with um, the moon cycles and also with the seasons changes. So um, when we're able to respect our natural cycle, adjust our diet, exercise, and lifestyle, lifestyle habits to match really what we need during that part of the month, you are going to see improvement in your energy levels, your ability to manage stress, 
control your weight and see way better results not only physically mentally emotionally and spiritually so there are four main phases in each cycle that women experience now i'm gonna say if you're dealing with a hormonal imbalance some of these could be off when i am looking at working with a client to really regulate their cycle and start to sync their cycle with their life the two things that i really want to find first to really pair this with them and get it into a very regular cycle is we're going to look for a healthy period and a regulated healthy period that is about three to seven days long and it's not painful you know it's not that week of hell and really see after there where does their ovulation line up with that so when i can mark the menstrual phase their period and then their ovulation phase certain times apart then the follicular phase and the luteal phase really typically will come in between that so for a regulated period i would really want to see a regulated period for more than three months in a row and then for an ovulation this would be something you would really want to be tracking for one through your basal body temperature to see where we're ovulating and charting it to make sure like you are actually getting a proper ovulation um your cervical fluid and you can also test like the placement of your cervix as well now the first two are probably the most common and definitely the i wouldn't say the easiest ones to do but you know sometimes people don't want to shove their fingers up there or remember to shove their fingers up there and really be able to tell where their cerv cervix is really like sitting so first is your menstrual phase this is your period this is the phase i really like to think of as your winter so this is typically three to seven days a healthy period is three to seven days now if you're below that there's something going on if you are above that there's also something going on and that's a really really good indication that we need to look a little bit further inside to maybe why you're having an irregular period um, so during this phase women shed the extra lining of the uterus that has built up in preparation for pregnancy blood and fluid are lost and nutrients need to be replenished next one is your follicular phase this is typically seven to ten days after your period ends but before ovulation occurs your body begins to rebuild the lining of the uterus in preparation for egg implantation so in addition your body is working to create a mature follicle for a healthy egg to be released follicular phase to me is known as spring you're like you know starting to like um, things are starting to melt, you know, the sun is shining a little bit more, it's getting warmer, and then we're heading right into the summer phase, which is your ovulation, which is, it's a pretty short phase, honestly, it's approximately 24 to 48 hours, and during this time, this is when your body releases an egg from the matured follicle. You are producing peak cervical mucus to help guide the sperm towards the egg, and this is stimulating ovulation, estrogen drop, drops while luteinizing hormone and follicular stimulating hormones peak. So this is a time where if you are trying to conceive, this is where you would get pregnant. You cannot get pregnant out of every day of the month. There's only about five days of the month you can get pregnant and it is during this phase because in 24 to 48 hours when you actually are ovulating, um, a sperm can stay up there and if there is no egg, it will just die off. But if there is an egg up there, that is when you will conceive. 
Next one is luteal phase. This is typically 10 to 14 days. If it's any less than 10 days, then there's something going on. If it's any longer than 14 days, then there's also something going on. Um, this is the phase where I am court with a K. I also carry that on into my menstrual phase as well, because this is a time where we're a little bit more dramatic. So this is the time for your luteinizing hormone and follicular stimulating hormones to get washed away while progesterone is on the rise. So let's go a little bit deeper during this. What do you actually do for these phases? So for your menstrual phase, your period, you want to be eating a lot of iron because you are losing blood. You are losing iron. So some foods that are really packed full of this is spinach, lentils, beans, pumpkin seeds, red meat, shellfish, organ meat, quinoa, turkey, broccoli, fish. My personal favorites are going to be grass-fed um, beef. I think this is just packed full of for one protein, which we absolutely need, and also iron, which is going to be so good. This next one is super important because this is actually going to help you absorb things and really like I found it helps women's menstrual cramps. It helps inflammation as well and overall helps mood is vitamin C. Vitamin C is so important and it's it's just all around like you should always be taking vitamin C to be honest. So rose hips, guavas, bell peppers, thyme, parsley, spinach, kale, kiwi, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, citrus fruit. Um, grapefruit is really, really good to have um, for your cycle as well. Papaya, berries, you can also supplement in with vitamin C, but personally, let's try and get everything from our foods. Um, next one is estrogen balancing foods, flaxseed, cruciferous vegetables, where you can have like broccoli, arugula, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, bok choy, collard greens, kale, turnips, watercress. We want to be also eating antioxidant and anti-inflammatory foods. So berries, dark leafy greens, ginger, turmeric, two of my favorites. Love those so much. Flaxseed, peppermint tea, green tea. Uh, dandelion root tea is also a really good one to have during this. My personal favorite, and I don't just have this on one phase of my cycle, I always have this, is every single morning in the winter, actually, I love to, and in the fall, I love to make a ginger and lemon tea with apple cider vinegar in it. So I just cut up a bit of fresh fruit ginger and I take like the skin off of it. And then I take like a quarter of a lemon and I squeeze the juice into my teacup. And then I put one to two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar and a pinch of pink Himalayan salt because we need our electrolytes. And then hot water and just let it steep. And I drink that every single morning. And this is going to help so much of your inflammation and also just like flush toxins throughout your body and help your blood sugar. Um, I have it like first thing when I wake up, honestly, empty stomach before I eat because the apple cider vinegar in it is also going to act as a digestive bitter to really help you produce more stomach acid to break down your foods better in the morning. So you can have it in the morning, you can have it at night, but so good to always have within that. So some other things that you can consider during this time is when you're on your period, really having eat easy to digest foods, like really warm and cooked vegetables is really good. Protein is always so important, but just really trying to remove anything that's inflammatory, like processed sugars and refined carbs because i know that's really what we want to be eating during this time we all want all the chocolate we all want to go you know get pizza and comfort food but babe that is honestly making you more inflamed it's 
upsetting your gut health and it's gonna increase inflammation and menstrual cramps so being able to just like really treat your body with so much love and respect and give it the things that it really does need to flourish is going to help you have a better period so if you can limit fatty foods then you're just limiting saturated fats as well and it's just it's gonna reduce inflammation for you another really good one to consider is minimizing your alcohol and caffeine intake because both of these are actually causing cramps and dehydration and it increases the inflammation and increased fatigue as well so it makes it a lot harder for you to just like heal through your period as for fitness this is where like i always like to tell my clients you actually i know that there's a lot of things going on right do pilates this week don't do pilates this week but honestly honor yourself during this time i personally still strength train i still do all the things that i would do every other week but my intensity and my recovery is really what's going to matter matter so sometimes so usually i work out four times a week strength training the odd time i'll take one of those out and i'll switch it for an extra yoga class but these yoga classes aren't like hits they're not high intensity it's light resistance training if you're like in the gym maybe it's deloading that week and hitting about 50 percent of what you normally would because this isn't the time to like push your bodies to extremes and people say it's like okay but like what if i feel like i can you can totally do that and you can utilize that energy in the way you have it the only thing is like what it does when you're actually pushing more of that you're tearing your muscle fibers which when you also do that that's putting stress on the on the body which is creating a little bit of inflammation yes it can be good inflammation but it takes a lot more during this phase for your body to actually recover it and heal it so if you are moving your body just move your body and having moderate to light resistance you're gonna actually recover so much better and see better results as opposed to the opposite and just creating more inflammation so next one is our spring follicular we absolutely love follicular um i love every phase honestly but some foods to incorporate always high quality protein a really good one is vitamin b12 this can come from 100 grass-fed beef pasture-raised poultry eggs yogurt organ meat clams sardines nutritional yeast trout salmon and if you are getting salmon just getting wild-caught salmon um estrogen stabilizing foods flaxseed cruciferous vegetables um so that's like broccoli ardula brussels sprouts i love arugula why am i saying it wrong um bok choy collard greens kale turnips all that good stuff zinc zinc is amazing for you so red meat shellfish legumes hemp seeds flax seeds pumpkin seeds pine nuts peanuts cashews almonds full fat dairy um really trying to get grass-fed organic dairy as well so it's not all the processed stuff so we're not pumping more estrogen into our bodies um and then as for your fitness this is really when you're going to start to feel your energy building again and get that strength training in get that moderate to high intensity cardio like if you want to go on some runs definitely like personally if i have the energy to go on a run on my period i 100 do but i do a really light jog and i more so try to walk through it and i'm not gonna go on like a 10k run i'll maybe do a 3k run you know like i'll do what feels good for me and i'm not gonna guilt myself or shame myself for not having the energy to do more and i'm not going to most of the time really push for more because i know the recovery on that is gonna take a lot longer so fitness this is like you know 
you can be really working to start hitting those PRs. You're gonna feel really good during this time. Like I said, it's the springtime. We all start feeling like, ha, ah, during spring. Getting outside is like so important. That's why I love running outside for this reason. Vitamin D3 is an important precursor for hormones. And it's the best way to obviously increase your vitamin D is to literally just get outside and be in the sunlight. Um, carb intake, you can definitely um, increase your carbs during this time because you're going to be using a lot more energy and it's going to handle your blood sugar fluctuations a little bit more. So our next phase is the summer, which this is obviously all our favorite phases because sometimes I say I wish I was a man to have that daily dose of testosterone, but I love being a woman so much, honestly. Um, once you can really get in tune with your body and regulate your cycle, so it's not this like thing that we dread um and really tapping into who you are authentically oh you just fall in love with yourself and you just you fall in love with the daily things that make you up of who you are and that's being a woman and that is so powerful so if this is just a shameless plug but if you're interested in really starting to tap into all this and you know feeling good while embodying your feminine you need to be in the feeling good feminine embodiment program we are all about this diving into this one-on-one -on -one, really customized to you so back to your ovulation phase this is summer this is when you're gonna feel your most sexiest let's be having the most sex at this time if you are um not trying to conceive though please use protection and please be careful during that this is the probably the phase that you know if you're not using a condom or like whatever or protection that you know, you could potentially get pregnant. So this is a really short phase. You're, this is like where you're gonna be producing your peak cervical mucus. It should be creamy. Um, you're gonna have a lot more. You're probably gonna feel a lot more like wet because of this. And this is just to help guide the sperm towards the egg. This is a normal bodily process that is so amazing. So to stimulate ovulation, estrogen drops while your luteinizing hormone and follicular stimulation hormones peak. So during this time, a lot of omega-3s are gonna be really good for you. You can get this from mackerel, wild-caught salmon, sardines, anchovies, chia seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, um, omega-3, cod liver supplements selenium during this time is also really good this is really good i don't know if anybody has seen this on instagram it's kind of a trend right now eating brazil nuts so like one to two brazil nuts is so good because it's packed full of selenium as well um oysters clams halibut sardines shrimp salmon crab pork grass-fed beef liver turkey pasture-raised chicken eggs full-fat cottage cheese sunflower seeds baked beans spinach oatmeal yogurt um, folate is another really good one. Gets this from dark green leafy vegetables, beans, sunflower seeds, peanuts, liver, seafood, and pasture-raised eggs. Um, so some things to consider during this time. This is really when we're going to want to be pushing for our PRs. We have the most strength and really utilizing it. Like go on those long runs, like push for your best times. Um, do the high impact yoga, do the high impact, um, Pilates, whatever you want to do, like, Pair it to what's going to work for you. Get out of your comfort zone during this time. Like make more social outings. You're going to feel sexier. You're probably going to want to wear like more revealing clothes because you feel really good. And just use this time to like plan projects, get a lot done. I love just like cleaning my house during this time because I feel like I can get so much done. But in the end of the day, again, it's going to come back to like your body and you, but these are some things that you can really do during this time as well. And just really, I want to 
stress through all of this is making sure that you know we are stabilizing our electrolytes through every single phase as well because that's really important for our hormones to be able to metabolize is be being able to have proper electrolytes um so you can also add lemon juice and pink himalayan salt to replenish those um with my ovulation phase i <laughs> yeah i feel so good during it and i'm probably assuming you do too i just want to put this out there if you are having a painful ovulation because i've had clients who've went through painful ovulations and doctors have told them oh it's just about being a woman that's not normal that's really not normal like a really painful period is not normal um last one is our fall our luteal phase court with a k um after you listen to this i want you to name your luteal phase maybe name your other phases and i want you to let me know on instagram what your luteal phase is named so then we can all really you know we have these secret code names and we know what what part of our phase that we're in so foods this is when you want to support the production of progesterone um, beans, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, kale, nuts, pumpkin, spinach, and whole grains. You want to know it's crazy when I'm talking about all of this. I don't know if any of you have caught on to this, but how much we get just from foods from the earth. They give us everything. Food is our medicine. Food is our fuel. And all of these foods are whole foods and it's not coming from processed foods. So the importance of just really being able to incorporate foods from the earth is going to have you feeling so, so good and connected. Um, antioxidant rich foods, berries, dark leafy greens, carrots, red cabbage, avocado, spinach, artichoke, asparagus, beetroot, kale, squash, and sweet potato. Magnesium. Magnesium is so good. Sunflower seeds, almonds, spinach, dark leafy greens, vegetables, um, lentils, beans, and then obviously high quality protein so during this time with your fitness you're gonna feel a drop in your energy as progesterone rises some days you may feel like pushing harder with your exercise while others you may need to tone it down so this is where it really comes into becoming self-aware to your body listening to it and really doing what you feel is going to serve you and align with you at your highest now for me sometimes i'm like oh i'm so tired but i know that getting movement in is going to feel really good and I feel amazing after that. So it's all about listening to your body and just knowing what you need and connecting to that. With your mood during this time, this is why I call myself court with a K. This is where you're really going to start to feel a little bit more detached and irritable. You can feel your PMS symptoms are going to come at like probably near the end of your luteal phase where you know you'll probably be more bloated you're gonna have more cravings you might have a little bit more like breakouts and this is completely normal now if it's like super super extreme um I would really just like focus on getting a lot of magnesium in getting natural sunlight prioritizing sleep and you know doing your own thing and focusing on you pouring some really good like more self-love into yourself and asking yourself you know like what do i need today asking your body and how can you just do that for you and not feeling guilty or putting shame into that so those are the four phases in um our whole cycle that we have and when you can actually start to utilize that and regulate that 
you just show up better and you're more in tune with how you're actually going to feel instead of one day you're like why do i feel like a basket case and the next day you're completely fine it's like no there are fluctuations and reasons for why this can be happening so I wanted to share this with you all because there's just been so much hype about it and I really wanted to come break it down because this is something that I really do teach into my program but the difference from what I teach in the Feeling Good Feminine Embodiment program as opposed to just whatever's on the internet is actually learning your body throughout this entire time because so many of us are different and it's not going to be about like I said doing Pilates one week it's about actually taking what you're already doing and maybe incorporating some things that are going to add to your life not remove things and really just work with you and not against you because it's not about overhauling your entire life it's asking what can we add that's going to benefit us and have us maybe working smarter and not harder uh, while still doing the things that we truthfully enjoy and knowing what's feeling good for us from the inside out and with this this is how you show up better this is how you have more energy this is how you have more passion this is how you feel more authentically you so tuning in and tapping in with this i think is going to be revolutionary for you as a woman but before you can actually do the full cycle sinking you need to have a regular cycle you need to have a healthy period you need to have a healthy ovulation and that all comes from the foundational habits that i'm sure all of you have already learned from this podcast and i would more than love to help you also do just like start that foundation base for yourself so I hope you really loved this episode. This is something I love talking about and I would love to hear your thoughts on it. And when you name your luteal phase, girl, or your period, please let me know. I would love to know. And I also would love to know what you guys would love to learn and hear from the podcast. If you have any ideas, drop them to me on Instagram. That's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. One thing that really helps a podcast grow is to share it with another woman who might benefit from it and leave a review. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Holistic Court.